Welcome to the Try Self Love Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Barber, and I'm a Master Life and Relationship Coach. I'm your host, Kristen Dicker, and I'm a Transformational Health and Wellness Life Coach. If you're curious about what self-love is, you've come to the right place. Each week, we'll dive deeper into the steps it takes to develop self-love. Here we go. We are so excited that you're here with us. We are on episode 13, Holiday Blues, and I'm with Kristen Dicker, my podcast partner, one of my favorite people on this planet. How are you, Kristen? Aw, you're one of my favorite people too, and I'm really good, and I'm even better now that you said that. (laughs) Hey, it's the truth. Good. I'm glad you're doing well. This is um, another heavy topic that we're going to talk about, but it's an important one. And I also wanted to just talk a little bit briefly about what's going on in this world since COVID is, you know, a lot of anxiety and depression, a lot of isolation. So it's easy to get into these lower emotions since we're all kind of starting at a lower level to begin with. Just we're vibrating lower these days because it's been a really rough almost two years. Can you believe it's been almost two years? I mean, two years ago, we didn't know what the word COVID was, but... Here it is seeping into all aspects of life. Yeah, that is strange. It's been almost two years. That is really strange. But yeah, it does. It truly bled into every every part of life for sure. And especially around the holidays, you know? Yeah, it's definitely changed this, um, the fabric of our lives, really. And I'm sure it's changing people's traditions. Last year, a lot of people weren't able to get together with family. That can contribute to the holiday blues. So We're just going to give an overview of what the holiday blues actually are. They are definitely different than like SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which affects people about 40% of the year, depending on the seasons and levels of sunlight. It's very different from major depressive disorder, MDD, which is just you always are depressed. And we're talking this time about holiday blues, which happens in November and kind of goes little through the new year. And it just kind of occurs due to a lot of factors. It depends on, you know, we put such pressure on ourselves. We expect the holidays to be perfect. They were never meant to be perfect. What we see on TV and in the movies, very unrealistic. A lot can also go into this isolation that I mentioned, feeling lonely. Some people can't really travel right now, so they can't be home with loved ones financial stressors, illnesses. There's a long list of things that contribute to this. Yeah, and you know, um, speaking of SAD, seasonal affective disorder, and um, just major depressive disorder, holiday blues can are, are different, but you know, if you already have those things, the SAD and MDD, it can exacerbate the holiday blues because like sad, for instance, is usually when it's wintertime and it's, it's less sunlight and, you know, you just, your, your circadian rhythm is knocked off. Um, so that, that's the same time basically as, as the holidays. So that can, but it's not necessarily the same thing. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no, thank you, Kristen. And, and that's a good point. Like if you've had depression in the past, then it, you're a little more susceptible as well. But just know that you're not alone in this. A lot of people struggle, and it doesn't really matter if it's just holiday blues or sad or MDD. 
as long as you are aware and you're helping yourself. So there's a lot of quizzes you can take online about, am I depressed or what I'm feeling? You can talk to your doctor. We highly recommend working with a therapist, especially if you feel like you're going to harm yourself or hurt yourself. I want to put a plug in for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That phone number is 1-800-273-8255. So many people have turned to suicide, especially over the holidays, and it's so heartbreaking. And if this is something you're considering, you would be so missed. Please call and get help. Yeah, thank you for saying that and sharing that number. I did notice on a site I looked on about Holiday Blues, um, there's it's a quiz, a questionnaire called the Holiday Blues Symptom Check- Checker, and it's on um, buoyhealth.com. So www.buoyhealth.com, and it's right on the, the, the page that discusses Holiday Blues. So if you want to go to that site and try out that Symptom Checker and um, have access to some information that way, that would be really, really helpful probably for some people. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you want to go over some of the symptoms? And I can as well. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to just kind of go back and forth? I have some good ones here. Sure. Yeah, I think um, the one that kind of leapt out at me is like, you don't really take joy or interest in doing things that normally bring you joy and excitement. That's always a big key that something else is going on. Yeah, um, Sometimes um, when you feel like you aren't getting enough sleep, that's the one I have there. Um, So we'll talk about some ways to combat this a little bit in a little bit. But one of those things is, you know, not getting enough sleep with all the social demands and the activities and everybody's got so many things going on. There's deadlines for everything. And sleep becomes kind of put on the back burner. And when you are not getting enough sleep, it affects your mood. And your your eating, your appetite, everything. So, and you start to eat, overeat is another one. Um, we sometimes will overdrink alcohol because we want to go to sleep or we want to calm down. Um, so, just you know, want to be careful for that too. So, yeah, exactly. Those poor coping skills that we turn to when we're stressed, right? The food, the drugs, alcohol, too much TV, maybe some online shopping. There's a lot of different avenues people take trying to calm that unease inside. Um, Another, as you mentioned, sleep patterns changing. I mean, maybe you're not giving yourself enough time to sleep, or maybe you're trying to sleep and you can't. I know when I first had postpartum depression, that was a sign that spoke to me is like my baby would be asleep and it was 2 a.m. and I could not sleep. So that one is a big wake up call as well. Mm -hmm. There's so much on your mind too sometimes where you just can't offload all the, the whole to-do list and everything you've got to worry about and the stress, things like that. Sometimes there's a feeling of just feeling unworthy that you have. It's just a, a feeling of like, you know, who knows why that's happening. And maybe, you know, there's some sadness around the holidays or you just like, you're feeling like you haven't done enough, couldn't do enough for your children or things like that. And there's just a feeling of like comparing yourself to other people and feeling less worthy, you know? Yes, definitely that underlying anxiety, that worthlessness, feeling irritable, perhaps. If you're curious, if you have any of those symptoms, like we mentioned, you're, you're, it's easy to find on Google. Just Google holiday blues symptoms and, and see if any of those line up with how you're feeling. I do want to mention that when you're feeling these ways, 
you usually tend to withdraw, but that just kind of exacerbates these feelings of loneliness and makes your symptoms of depression worse. So try to override that feeling of wanting to hide and and be with people. Be with people who love you. Get out and serve. There's so many ways to volunteer, especially around the holidays. We are people meant to be with people. Even if you're an introvert, you still need people to a certain degree. So that's very important to get out of yourself and just try engage, try and help other people. That will definitely lift your spirits. Yeah, definitely. Being around other people or just even getting outside for like a walk for just even a few minutes can help you like just get clear in your mind. Sometimes you feel a little unfocused and or we just have a lot in our minds, right? So getting outside for just a walk for just even a few minutes, if you go out for 10 minutes, 20, 30, however much you want, like once you start, maybe you'll just keep going. But that just can really help you feel more focused and like, okay, I, I can handle all this now. I just, I just, a lot was on my mind and I just needed to kind of shake it off a little, you know? Absolutely. And I was going to say, we've kind of started into the tips to help combat the holiday blues and exercising regularly is one of my favorite go-tos for dealing with my mental health. I can go low pretty easily if I don't watch my mind and my thoughts and eat well, sleep well, get out there and pound the pavement. It's just so important, but especially it's difficult in the wintertime where a lot of people live where it snows or it's really cold. There, Like we mentioned in our holiday happiness tips episode, it's a bonus episode, we talked about just finding ways in your own home to be active. The stairs, you can do yoga from YouTube. You can grab some canned goods and use as weights. It's so important to move your body and that really helps manage your mind. Yeah, no, I like these. I, and I, I know we're just kind of going, we're just kind of chit-chatting about, you know, ways to to combat this the holiday blues, or at least, you know, at least set yourself up for success, you know, just do the, ba- the basic things like balance your meals, get enough sleep, get some exercise, drink enough water. You know, you really want like your blood sugar to be stable. That helps with so many things in your life in terms of your mood, your depression, you know, it may not solve all of your problems in your life, but it's a really good foundational way to at least say, well, at least I know I'm meeting my basic needs and my blood sugar is stable, I'm getting enough sleep. And that combats more than we really realize. It, it really does. And it has a lot to do with our mood. So I you know, really recommend just making sure you figure out how to do the basics, you know? Yeah, and as you're saying this, even the word combat, I just think of like a fight. And that really is what, for me, depression fighting it. Like you really have to engage in the fight or it can just swallow you whole. So I love how you use that that word as well. Like we're combating these holiday blues. We're not trying to make everything perfect or over control, micromanage. But if you take care of yourself, a lot of problems resolve themselves. One of the other examples is like limiting the alcohol, sugar, limiting just treats. There's so many treats from Halloween to Valentine's and then we start up again for Easter. So especially in our culture, it's like, hey, bring out the candy. We never see candy. My kids act like they've never seen it and they're so excited about it. But it's really important to live, limit that. And as you said, keep your, your blood sugar levels stable. That'll help with the spikes and the headaches and the feeling tired and feeling jittery. So I would add um, caffeine to that as well. Just kind of watching those levels. 
So we've mentioned several ideas, and these next three are really, really great. The first one, you know I'm going to love. It says, learn to say no. I am all about those healthy boundaries. If people are asking, you got to just step back. Do I have time? Do I want to do this? Am I already running around crazy doing a million other things this really busy time of year? It's okay to say no, and I know that seems foreign, and it also can feel wrong, but it does not mean that it is wrong. So we do want to tune into our feelings, but sometimes our feelings don't always guide us in the correct course. So really give yourself that permission to just say no. Say no to a couple things, especially if it's something you don't want to do, and that's okay. Forgive yourself if you feel you need to, but I am all about taking care of yourself. You are definitely out there taking care of a lot of people anyway. You don't have to take on the entire world. Totally. I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, boundaries are so much of our passion, right? Um, (laughs) Because, you know, we want to treat people with the respect they deserve and first with ourselves and, and then with others. So technically, if you have to say no to them and they can't handle it, it's really not on you. You know, let them adult for themselves. They can tell you if they're upset with you. You can have a conversation. They can talk badly about you for saying no. It doesn't matter. If it's not best for you and it's taking up your time and sucking your energy and you feel like you're being, you know, sucked dry by an energy vampire, that's not going to help you with your depression. Like, that's going to make your blues feel darker blue, <laughs> for sure. Right. Yeah, Right. Another option for combating these holiday blues is to open your mind to the idea of doing new traditions, especially if the old ones aren't available anymore. So we're actually super excited. We're going to be back in Austin visiting my daughter. We used to live in Austin. It's a town that I miss with all my heart. And they have this amazing trail of lights activity event downtown, and it's just millions of lights, and you walk through, and my kids loved it, and we got hot chocolate and just walked around together. Well, I was hoping we could do that this coming Thanksgiving. It's a drive-through right now because of COVID, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. That sounds kind of lame. No offense, Austin, but we're going to have to find something new, and that doesn't mean that it's going to be bad. So kind of opening your mind, figuring out a new way to do it. If you can't be with your family, maybe you can get all of your family on Zoom together or FaceTime, whatever platform you use. But just trying to find new ways to still celebrate the people that are with you. It really doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're with people that you love and that love and support you back. Absolutely. Sometimes... When I walk into stores around the holidays and I, you know, everyone's, the music's playing, everyone's like happy and it, it makes me feel happy. But I can also see how if you're in a situation where you've been through divorce or you just don't have your family around or, you know, your parents aren't here anymore, or things, your kids are grown, anything, and you just don't have a lot of connections with people, it might be hard to feel good in that situation. So in that situation, maybe do something else. Like even if it's starting traditions where you feel like you can both connect with people and also not feel so like inundated by all the happiness when you're not feeling that way. And it can, it can boost your mood, but if it brings up memories of better times from before, it might just be good to like step away from that, maybe get to another, another place, but, but be around people, you know, find people who are in a similar situation as you maybe even, and start celebrating with them because it feels good to be around other people and isolating just really is so, so hard on, so hard on you. You know, you can't, 
when you feel isolated, it's very hard to get out of that hole and and start to feel like you're you're okay and that you matter and things like that. But if you find people who make you feel like you do matter, it's, it changes everything. I love that. It's really beautiful, Kristen. Yes, don't isolate, even though every part of your being might be telling you to do that. You need to hole up. It just really makes it harder when you are alone, especially this time of year. There are local clubs you can join. You can volunteer, as we mentioned. Soup kitchens always need help. Go help your older neighbors or maybe a single mom with yard work. I I feel like it's pretty easy to find ways to serve other people because usually the people around us need it the most if we're just watching for it. And then, of course, if you need a therapist or a coach, reach out. It will be well worth your time and, and investment in yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. That was, that was really important. And, and when you said that part about not isolating, you know, tagging onto what I had said, it reminded me of the earlier comment you made about how I used the word combat. It's true. It, and sometimes you just have to act as if you have to get up and do it, even if you don't feel like doing it, move it. Like, that's why I was saying, take a walk. Just, you don't feel like walking. You feel like sitting at your desk and, you know, journaling and being sad or you know, just laying in your bed and staring at the ceiling, just force yourself up to do something. Just get out with fresh air, go around a grocery store, get around people, life, you know, because, and and helping out at a food kitchen is a great idea because when you're doing that, you are serving other people and you're doing something that makes you feel so like good about yourself. You're helping somebody who is actually maybe possibly less fortunate than you are. And you're able to kind of, form community with the people who you're helping as well as the people who are also helping with you. And it's a really nice way to feel connected at least for like an hour or two, you know, just or a whole day, whatever, however long you help serve, but it's a great feeling. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That perspective really does help us. I know when I help other people and listen to their, everyone has heartbreaking things in their lives and it's, it gives you that little glimmer of like, okay, I'm going to be okay. This person will be okay. I don't know when, but challenges come and go and I'll make it through. And and please know that you will make it through this, whatever you're going through right now. So my final tip for combating the holiday blues is finding time to nurture yourself. Now, this is the Try Self Love podcast, so Kristen and I are always going to put the plug in to take care of yourself. As she mentioned earlier, it's so important to show that respect to yourself so you can show it to others. Finding that time for what you need. Do you need to just sit in your car for 20 minutes by yourself and regroup or read a book or do yoga? Like Kristen said, take a walk. I appreciate that comment, Kristen. It's so true. Sometimes you don't feel like exercising, but afterwards is when you feel the goodness. Or you're sore and you're still like, okay, at least I did something good. But it's really important to find ways to show yourself that you matter, especially this busy time of year. Yeah, like the endorphins alone just from exercising are enough to be just like, oh, I'm on top of the world now. I could definitely bake all those five million cookies for half the town. (laughs) (laughs) No stress there. (laughs) But, you know, you just feel better about all the things you have on your to-do list, which seems like it never ends around the holidays. It feels like uh, December 26th is a day where I'm like, I'm not doing one thing today. It's like the only day of the year I probably do that, honestly, and just feel like legitimately like I'm good sitting here. And I should do that more often. That would be a way of nurturing myself. But I've noticed that that's the one day of the year that I'm just like, mama is off duty. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. That's great. Yeah. 
That's great. Now, something that didn't make it onto our list for combating holiday blues, and this is a topic we will be covering in the next few months, but if you're mourning or grieving a loss, of course you're going to want that time by yourself. It's okay to take a step back and, and cry and be sad and remember your loved one. But I will reiterate, like, don't isolate for too long because you can really go into that dark, deep hole. I've been there. I, I know what that's like. When my son died 10 years ago, it was really hard, and I felt very alone. Even though I wasn't, I can look back now and see the people that cared and that were there. But it's so hard around the holidays because you imagine what it would be like with that person with you, and, and it's okay to be sad. What we're talking about today is more along the lines of depression, feeling like you cannot understand why you are sad and not taking the interest in life that you had before. You can't enjoy things like you used to. Mourning is going to take all that over and just be the overarching umbrella that just kind of brings everything down. That is not what we're talking about. So if you don't have a reason per se, please reach out and get help. Depression is very serious. We love you guys. We love our listeners. We hope the best for you this holiday season. And we're excited to hear feedback from you guys on what you think and how we've been able to help you guys help yourselves and help the other people in your lives. And I'm just going to tag on, and we've mentioned this um, a little over and over, but just want to make this clear still that the holiday blues alone don't cause a person to have thoughts of hurting themselves or committing suicide. So just so you know that there is a difference. If you're just blue over, you know, grieving some loss or you're feeling alone because, you know, you don't have loved ones around, that's, that's sad and that's an indicator of probably holiday blues. But if it's more than that and it's, it's long-term and it's been happening like at least for like a maybe six-month stretch, that's more probably likely something that you would have to check into. But again, take our questionnaire to find out for you because everybody's different and um, the holiday blues are a real thing. I mean, there's obviously something that is being written about. So, you know, it's uh, obviously a topic worth mentioning and I'm glad we, we've discussed it today. Yeah, beautiful. We'll include that link in our show notes so you can take the quiz if you need to. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Take care. Have a great holiday. Bye. If you like what you've been learning about self-love, come join us in our free Facebook group, Try Self-Love. We'd also appreciate if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That way your friends and family and others who need us can find us. We're so glad you're here. See you next week.